Sippers, welcome to this episode of the Tea With Me podcast with myself, Shane Todd. Before we drink up this episode, let me plug a few things as per. The first thing I'm going to plug is our live podcast, Tea With Me, live in the SSE Arena, 23rd of September. We made a few more tickets available for it. By the time this episode comes out, they may all be gone, and then we have to cap it. There'll be no last-minute tickets. There will be no, oh, we've added 100 tickets. It will, it will be done. It's final. We have Dave Elliott, Kieran Bartlett, if you've seen the live podcast we did at the Waterfront, which was the biggest one to date that we've done. Um, you'll know just that that's a that's a that's a dynamic that works and there may be some there may be some other exciting things happening on the night and that's all I'm saying, and there'll be a bit of stand up as well. The link for tickets is in the description. Patreon.com slash tea with me podcast where I bring you a bonus episode, aka the special brew. Every Monday, which some people some people become bigger fans of the special brew than Tea With Me. That's all I'm saying. This bit, we've created a monster. It's getting too big. Also, uh, we do the live stream episode every Friday with some of your favourite comedians where you can ask questions and join in and all that. And there's early tickets on Patreon. Oh, that's what it is. We are sponsored by none other than Manscaped. Now, there will be a lot of guys letting things go down there. You know... You were getting yourself so you were getting yourself groomed and the good kind of grooming for summer, you know. Um, you were getting everything good down there. Maybe you were going on holiday. You were getting you were getting a fade down there. You're getting lined up, but now that we're coming out of summer and you know autumn's on the brow of the hill, I I don't want you to change your attitude. I want you to keep things fresh down there. Keep it shaved because you never know the weather's shit at the minute. But we might get a few nice days. And you're gonna, people are gonna be calling for you. Oh, do you want to come out? And you'll be like, Nah, I've, my my pubes are too thick. You know, you might not be able to leave the house. And especially if it does get really warm, there'll be a nightmare down there. What you want to have is just is just a, a mowed lawn. So you go to Manscape. They have all the products you need, and products, quite frankly, that you don't need. Manscaped have, I mean that in a good way, not to cause offence to Manscaped, but they have every product that you can that you can think of. Go to manscaped.com, use code tea with me for 20% off and free shipping. They've got things for like your beard, if you're a bearded guy like me, you know, they've got products for here, there and everywhere, alright? Go to manscaped.com, use code tea with me for 20% off and free shipping. I'm also on tour. People are like, will you fuck up? Sorry if I'm sorry if I'm promoting myself in some way, but I'm on tour. Sheentalkcomedy.com. Tickets for the Opera House runs are absolutely flying. Uh, Dublin. Uh, if when does this episode come out, Dan? I spoke too fast for my own wife there. Uh, the thirtieth. The thirtieth of August. Yeah. Well, I'm going to be in Dublin at the Olympia, which may be sold out by this point. But if it's not, there's egg on my face. You can still maybe get some tickets. I'm going on tour everywhere. We're out in America. We're out in Australia. Blah, 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 blah. I'm very excited about this episode. My guests are none other than... Mysteries. Mysteries. Mysteries has gone, is going public this week. What is Mysteries? It's the comedy history podcast that I'm doing with Dr. Kieran Bartlett. The professor and the human can doll are... <laughs> Are teaming up to uh, change the change the course of history. Really, that's I know it's a big statement, but that's what we're doing. Uh, there's four episodes already out on Patreon, um, and then they're gradually going public. But if you like it, go to Patreon to get way more of them. They'll go public down the line. They're great. They're really funny. There's something different. My guests for this episode today, Dan. What what episode number is this? Two hundred and twenty nine. We've done two hundred twenty nine episodes of this shit. Whoa, <laughs> they said we said it couldn't be done, but we're doing a 229 episodes. Um, the, 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 this one this one doesn't require much. If this was a boxing match, you wouldn't need to trash talk. You wouldn't need to do much promo to get this fight sold. Because we have two of the best comics anywhere. And I mean anywhere. Colin Geddes and Patrick McDonnell. Two, uh, two great friends of mine. Two, um, two just... Dude, just the funniest guys around. I, I, I mean, that's it. That's real. That's what this episode is. Um, they're going to sit in the new sofa. They're going to christen that really for the first time, um, and it's it's going to be a nice time. Enjoy this episode of the Tea with Me podcast with my friends and yours, Patrick McDonald and Colin Geddes. 
Speaking of traffic jams, Calvin, who's been filming my shows, was talking about a stag he was supposed to go on, but then he couldn't. And he goes, where do you see this video? They got the, you know, like, you know, we're going to stag and the, the remember, you know, when I see people like getting tarred and feathered or, uh, or tied up and they throw eggs at them, I always go, that's too far. Like, yeah. that's, there's something about that. They got, they got the groom. This is such a behaviour. They got the groom to wear a Just Stop Oil t-shirt and stand <laughs> on Portrush Main Street and just stop traffic. And I was like, oh, for like a minute, they went, nah, nah, he was to do 15, but he eventually did 10. See, when I saw, you know when something just gives you anxiety, but you weren't there? There's There must be 150 cars, and it's at night, and there's obviously one road in, one road out to Portrush, and he's just standing there and like, all the mates are like hiding behind the wall and they say he did 10 minutes and he got like two boys came out of a car and got him like like fully like grabbed them and threw him off the road. What did it say in there? Just Stop, stop Oil. oil. You know those pro- protests? Just Stop uh-huh. Oil. Right, okay. Do you know what I would... Could you not see those videos on TikTok? Yeah. Of like when they stop a road in London? That That's just... You can't do that in Belfast. It's no, never no. been done. It, it, it's, it's actually it's not well known. No, we used to do it in West Belfast. It was called Ratting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jack and Boss and stuff. It wasn't anything to do with that boy. It was get the prints out more. Uh, we, <laughs> on the, the t-shirt. t-shirt. Get the prints out <laughs> yeah. more. I love when they put the, like, the concrete their hand into the floor. Yeah. And you're like, do you know how hard concrete is? <laughs> you fucking idiot. The best what I seen was they glued themselves to the tanker and they brought this guy out and the guy was like, but why did they do... And the girl was like, it's to stop oil. And he went, no, I know, but why that that one there? And yeah. they were like, to stop oil. And he went, that's cooking oil. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just laughing. It's a fucking brilliant one. Like, he's just like, they can fucking glue themselves out all the want. That's cooking oil. Like. The first week I was working as a dishwasher in a restaurant, there was a big, massive pot of cooking oil. And I was tidying up. No one had talked me through it. And I didn't know, I was like, I'm not going to be stupid and pour it down a sink. So I poured it down a drain outside. Smart. And the uh, restaurant owner was like, that's 50 quid down the drain. They sell it. Some man comes and buys the oil back. Yeah. Um, were you happy not to go to the fringe or were you? Because I just went for one day. You were there for two weeks. <sighs> I, did, I kept seeing a few wee bits. Like, you know, we were like, oh, that'd be fun. But uh, that's the mind trick every fucking year. You're like, that'd exactly. be fun. That'd be yeah. fun. Yeah. And then you're there. Like, I remember doing the full run years ago and going, I'd love to just do this for, like, two weeks. Yeah. Years later, did it for two weeks, and I was like, it's way too long. Oh, I did one day and felt like I'd seen some shit by the end of it. Yeah. You know, 24, because you go and, like, you could you could meet every comedian at the Fringe if you just, like, tied a fiver to a bit of string and walked down Edinburgh Main Street, because they'd all come out. Like, no one has money, no one has food. Yeah. You know, everyone's just, like, at this, it's like the purge. But I, I hung, hung about Willie T for That'd the day. such a bit, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you're just pulling a fiver up the street <laughs> just up at the, at the top of the mile but um, Willie was just happy to just have a meal I took him for Nando's and he was just like delighted to be I have a picture of him lying on the sofa at the back of our gig at night time yeah sleep with his arm like that yeah. like, and I was just like this is what Edinburgh does to you yeah you know it was he, he, cerebral palsy. he, he, physic- like, <laughs> he physically stood up and was like he was like to yeah. do Mortal Kombat at the end yeah. of it finish him <laughs> yeah. he was like that and I was like how is he even going to go on stage but some of the things we done at night time like for that last gig was fucking mental because like, that starts at a co- like I'm all full of big ideas and I was like I'll do your compilation Mickey and William one run I was like what time quarter past 11 sweet we'll do that then we'll do karaoke we'll have a few cocktails at the start of the gig I was like Willie I was just my hand was going too. I was like, first, <laughs> the first couple of nights we were, and I was like doing the door, so I was pulling people in, going, fill the front row, fucking they were going. Right. He was going, your fucking doorman voice scares me. But at the start, we were like running the like, military, fucking, yes. let's do it. It's not fucking. See, by about the sixth day, everybody was like, I can't do this. And yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. And like, physically got to the stage where I went. I went on, brought Willie on, and Willie's like, just you go back on, Kieran's going to arrive. And I went back on, and people was like, right, we've seen you, and I'm trying to do material, and the audience, it was a full room, were just staring at me. Yeah. And I'm looking at Willie going, yeah. and he's going, he's not here yet. And I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. And it was terrible. It yeah. was like the worst experience. Like, I went home that night, and I was like, why am I doing comedy? Like, yeah. Yeah, it was that experience. The highs and lows at it are mental. And then Kieran turned up with no guitar and no voice. Yeah. <laughs> and went up he and break he danced. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was body popping for 10 minutes. From the MC. <laughs> Walk the MC. <laughs> but it was just <laughs> run the MC and DLA with Willier. <laughs> <laughs> Sit the MC. 
But it was the worst gig ever. Like I, the next morning, I sent all them messages. I was like, lads, that's the worst fuck, and that's shock. And like, I, I yeah. can't, I can't deal with that. I can't deal with stuff like that. Yeah, I really couldn't. I said the people were staring at me, going, the fuck. The filling time and not knowing when oh, it's going to be up is, is the worst. I did when I did that compilation show. It was great lineup. It was me, Willie, Mickey, Kieran, and Vittorio. But we were do, there was no MC, so it was like pass the button. So the next person was on, and obviously because that's free friends you people don't know at the end of the show you have a bucket and people give money into it whatever they think it's worth or they had a card machine so you do that so Mickey as the gig's coming to an end and Kieran's on stage Willie and Mickey run up to the door so they're waiting with the bucket on the card reader can I just say Willie fucking lost the card reader one night so I heard and we got 20 quid yeah in the bucket yeah because everyone pays with card yes but on the way out Kieran was to finish but he thought someone was coming back on after him so he just finished the set. Walked off, didn't say anything. And walked off. So everyone's just walking past Willie and Mickey being like, good gig, lads, good gig. And eventually Vittorio ran back up and was like, folks, just to let you know, so they lost out in some money. I've and got six like, card readers. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was at the what end of got? every night. Yeah. I was going, it's free in, but at the end here, it's Northern Ireland Comedy Show. I says, I put a balaclav on, there's a gun. It's not free. Yeah. Right. But Kier, uh, Kieran's like, lads, I'm so sorry. I didn't know. And everyone's like, if it was your own show, <laughs> you were, you're oh, they had a fucking ballot yeah. to cut. <laughs> you'd have done a raffle. <laughs> Here, folks, there's a raffle for a ten pack of fucking potato bounty bones. You got it. <laughs> but uh, me and Karen, Karen, say Karen wasn't slumming it. We were going and we like I went and had food with Karen and, and Chloe. Well, Karen was like fucking Andy Bourdain. And we went. <laughs> to, like fucking yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't slumming it like a wee chip. Like it was days that we were. Maggie would have had to be here. Do you want to just grab a chip here or something? Because I have that. The Buffalo truck. Like, oh. Do you know what I mean? It was just like you were just grabbing something and you were going fuck. I forgot yeah. to eat today. Whereas Kieran was like, I'm going to a meal here. <laughs> yeah. You know, but I went to a dessert place with them after my show. Mm -hmm. And it was fucking unreal. Like, Mick, I'd never seen any place like this. Like, this was fucking unbelievable. Mickey acts like, you know the buffalo truck, which is just a food truck that Mickey yeah. likes to go to? He acts like he's always just discovered it. And that's why he has to go back. Yeah. He's like, see this place? I'm going two days in a row. I, it's a, you got to check it out. Mickey told so me. So it's always cute, so always cute, this place. And I went, I know you told me on the first day when I sat yeah. days in. Mickey yeah. doesn't know you can buy Frank's hot sauce and pour it on anything. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what they're putting on this Frank's hot sauce burger, <laughs> but it'll fucking blow your mind. No, but I, it's one of them ones and somebody does recommend it. I was like, this is going to be amazing. And I got it. And I was like, yeah. It was fine. I had it once. I didn't go back. How many? Yeah, eats like a fucking raccoon, you know what I mean? <laughs> you go through a bin, just fucking eating shit. And... I actually just pictured a raccoon. How many years ago did you do the full run or a few weeks? It was, the, it was the full run. It must have oh, been okay. fucking... It must have been like 2000 and... Fucking... 14 or 15 or something. I think when you're, when you're like younger and you don't have kids, the fringe is brilliant. The full run is no bother. It's a brilliant idea. Mm. But once you just... You get a bit like comfortable or so. You like your home comforts and all that. It's just... It's different. It's so different. It was like doing a wee stint in jail. That's what it was like. That's what it felt like to me. Just getting through it. You were just getting through it. It was just like you were in yeah. your own wee cell. You fucking get up in the morning. You went out. You done what you needed to do. And then you were back in the cell. And then again. Plus, you can't do anything. At the fringe, you're like, well, if I'm gigging at night, I'm going to write a script yeah. during the day. I'm going to be able well, to edit this. You can't do it. You, you can't describe it. You've one show at night for an hour. It's you can't do anything all else. Day, like. And you lose touch with like everything outside of the fringe. Yeah, and see see if you, you know, like everyone here has uh, has children, you know, so like, you're over there with a bunch of fucking wasters and you're sitting there at like two o'clock and you're like, should I go wake these cunts up yeah. to do anything? Yeah. Because I've been up for seven hours already. Yeah, no. you know, like, half a day's gone, boys. Yeah. Half a day's gone, day's half over. I'm up and down that fucking castle <laughs> twice. <laughs> well, I didn't even see Elliot. I think I was like, everybody was going, oh, yeah, it must have been fucking. I was like, I didn't see. I was driving out of Edinburgh and went, fuck, oh, I look at that. Taking pictures because, but I was saying to him, like the day, night before I left, I was sitting there and they were all going, can't believe you're leaving them here. Yeah. But it felt like we were all numb and I was getting You're getting early release? Mm. Like they were all sitting there. That's the way they were all just sitting Must like be this. nice. Yeah. You know? <laughs> can't believe you're getting home, my bastard. Did you, did you, uh, I heard you parked over uh, a like delivery entrance into the Gilded Balloon and got into oh, an altercation. Fuck. I went and done, <laughs> I went and done the fucking best of Irish in the stand and I was like, I don't know if I'd make this back. And they were like, 17 minute walk. And I was like, none of it's fucking 20 deep of people. Yeah. So at the car, so I 
parked the car, but the closest you could get to the stand was like fucking two streets of it. So I run out. The show went on late, and I run out. And I was literally meant to be on stage at 20 past seven, and I was 10 minutes away, a quarter past. So I drove around, and the spot I normally got, it was fucking filled. And I was like, fuck it. And Gilda Balloon had this fucking big place that was like in the entrance to it. And I just pulled the car right in front of it. This guy was like, you can't park there. And I went, fucking guy's taking a heart attack. You can't eat, fuck you. <laughs> and <Okay. Rob. laughs> hey, the guy. Don't <laughs> fucking guy. And I literally abandoned the car. And I went, I'm coming back and it's away. When I came back, it was just all these people on fucking yellow face. And they were all standing around the car. And they were fucking... Having a rave. And a cop. Like, they were all just standing there. And the cop was just... The car was just left. Right. Like, I actually left the key fucking in the car. Right. And I came up and I went, sorry, sorry, your man's sound, sound, we got him sorted, stayed on. And everybody just sort of looked at me. We took him into the stand. And I just yeah. jumped into the fucking car and just drove away. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know how the fuck I got away with it. Yeah. And then after that, I went, right, I need to work potty magic here. So then I went and spoke to a few security guards, brought them donuts. And they got me in until the main square, Georgia Square. So I had a key to the gate and I would get the car in and park it. There's nothing... <sighs> potty magic. There's nothing better than access you know what I mean like ac- handy access into somewhere at Stenthal I think I went with Dave and Vittorio maybe a couple of years ago and there's like an artist car park but it's beside like the public car park and we had to go back to do a gig after Stenthal so I was like I'm just going to call everyone brother and give them a big thumbs up so there's all these checkpoints because there's a service thing that goes right to the production trucks go right to the stage where we were performing so at every checkpoint I think if you're like confident enough I was like, all right, brother. And the guy's like, oh, you can't. And I was like, all good. And we just keep driving. So maybe past five checkpoints, right at the back of the stage. There's nothing better than just having that extra bit of access. Do you know what the secret is? You lean forward on the steering wheel and tap your fingers like you're impatient. Right. <laughs> yeah. You just go like, fuck's sake, come on. <laughs> come on. You know, like, you know yeah, where you're yeah. going. Speaking yeah. of access, I told this on my podcast, but I, I'd like you to hear it. Went to the zoo in Tenerife. Speaking of access. You got into the cage. No. The fucking pulled up, the car park was full, and this guy just got out of his car. Did you have a car over there? Uh, right. Fake the worst limp you've ever seen. Like his legs right apart, like he'd shit himself. And he comes over and he goes, You have a room in the car park? And uh, the guy's like, No, it's full. And he goes, well, I am crippled. <laughs> I am crippled. And then he, the guy was like, There's no room for any vehicles. And he turned away and he did about three steps with a bad limp and then just straightened up. Like, fucking head just walked away. Kaiser shows you. Usual suspects. I only wanted to see the monkeys. <laughs> but it was, the, it was the worst fucking, like. I don't even have to do that no more. Yeah. Literally with that stamp. You got. Oh, what? <laughs> I yeah. thought you meant with a limp. No, <laughs> like the great thing is that's for life. It's no, it's not. Two get, years. Get I'm it off. Covered, like, fuck. Get it covered. Oh fuck! Oh, 100%. It's a bunch of flames around it. <laughs> it's just <laughs> <laughs> two wings on the side. Get a spoiler on the wheelchair on it. <laughs> Wheel spins on it. Um, what's Tenerife Zoo like? Big pimping. Oh, it's I good. Like, couldn't get parked. It's good. Couldn't get parked. No, we did get parked eventually, and. Well, we got parked in this space, and this woman pulled up, and she's like, "Can you uh, move up to let us in?" And I was looking at you know, looking at the, looking at the space, like we're gonna park on the fucking nose of the car, like there's mm-hmm. no room here. And she was like, "You have parked a little bit out." Right. I was like, "Cheeky cunt." But the zoo was good, but the you know Eddie didn't give a flying fuck about anything. Like, yeah. Got the whole way around. There was like a. I wouldn't even think of going to zoo somewhere like that. But there's wheel. There's like killer wheels. No, no. But that's what I'm saying. It's, it's it's. I would never ever think about that. But I'm sitting going to myself. It's fucking probably brilliant. We shouldn't have went. We, we shouldn't have went. Was it like, too warm? It was just too big and too much, and yeah. took too we, long to get to. We went to the aquarium in Mallorca. Shit, it's impressive. Like a huge, big thing. But it's like once you you see the first tank of stuff and you go, that's class. Yeah. And then it's more of that. Sure, we got the whole way around. You know, fucking wheels doing backflips, lions, snakes, aquarium, whole shit get to the end and there's one of them plastic like golden retrievers you put money in for blind people and, he loved it. and he's like oh mommy a dog <laughs> <laughs> the, it's like Belfast so the sunbur is the top at the fucking top <coughs> of the hill the what the sunbur right it's a type of bear and it's oh, not, not worth a bar. fucking seeing <laughs> so I refused to walk up the fucking hill to see the sunbur right and then we went to the zoo one time it was like Easter and it was fucking chocker black and Andrew was like, we're going up to the sunburn. And I was like, it's not worth seeing. The cunt doesn't even look out. Like, have you ever seen the animals in Belfast Zoo? He's rude. Like, no, they're just like, don't yeah. give a fuck. Like, yeah. there used to be a monkey that smoked in it, which was something to look at. Do you know, like, you used to throw fags in, the monkey smoked. But 
No, that's true. You said it like he smokes the fags you throw him. He's not like he doesn't He doesn't throw you out of favour. Go mucker, Randy Regal. Filter, get Randy the filter. Regal. That's a king says. Don't get king says. They taste different. But you used to throw fags in this cunt. Used to smoke, right? So and that used to be the big attraction. Did you have the lighter for it? Yeah, no, he lit. No, he lit. He would light the fag. He would fucking <laughs> two sticks. <laughs> two flint. We flint. But uh, he used to roll a joint. <laughs> but I remember that was like the fucking thing. But Andrew was like, was smoking a monkey. Like everybody went to smoke a monkey, right? And it, it was a big saying saying, do not throw bouncing in heads. Because um, he doesn't like it. I know. <laughs> He's on the lights. He's on the roll And he's like, fucking roll ups now, roll ups. But uh, he's the on the vape. He's trying to get off. <laughs> the sunburn. So I was like, we're going up the sunburn. I'm like, fuck's sake, because it's one of them. It's just you're walking up a mountain. Mm-hmm. That's what you are in there. And we get up, and there was this guy, and he had this man was in his say thirties, and his mummy was in the wheelchair, right? And obviously, the two of them weren't right in the head, <laughs> right? Obviously, because he was he was in the class, <laughs> and he was going, mummy, look at the sunburn. Oh, no. Look at him, look at him! And his mummy's going, I've seen him! I fucking seen him! And he's like, But look, look at him now! He's moving his hand! And she was like, I've seen him, call him! I've seen him, right? I fucking hour sit there. Yeah. And next minute, they went to go down the hill. And he let go of the wheelchair. And the fucking wheelchair took off. And he was never catching it. And it was just him running down going, Mummy! <laughs> off this wheelchair. <laughs> And she got to the wee corner and she hit it straight in the head. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Fall out. And I was like, that was worth it to see the sunburn. Monkey's going, she's fucked. <laughs> uh, she is fucked. Fucking head on your man, you stupid. See if you wanted to explain to people like, what, what a Belfast person's mentality was like. Show them the video of the time the chimps actually got out. And this family were just beside it, and the guy, the guy's holding the phone. You can hear the audio of him going like, oh, "I won't give him, give a chimpanzee pack of sweeties or something." There, and there's a fucking like three year old walking about, and a like adult male chimp. Oh, I give not remember this. Give him sweeties, eh? I don't remember this. It was terrifying. They got out. Yeah, it was terrifying. Just how normal everybody acted. Yeah, like, yeah, he was yeah. Like, give him a pack of quavers. Yeah. You know, saying <laughs> could rip you apart. Yeah. Oh, the, the whole family. Yeah. yeah. It's the same. I used to work in a zoo show. Get that Don't in the headlock. I worked, uh, yeah, and I would have been up in that wee cafe beside the sunbears. Train the gorillas. I saw a squirrel eating a cornado once in her pitch. My dad on the wooden roofs in it, so we were in it at night time working on them. Oh, wow. Like, I, when I was fucking 15, 16, I remember working on it. And uh, some of the stories they told us then, like, uh, people worked on it. Well, remember the guys who were in the tr- got into it at night and climbed up a tree over the, was it over the lions? <clears throat> There was somebody getting into the lands before in Belfast. But this this was viral before videos, you know, it was like terrible phone footage. And they're just they're just out of their heads in a tree that sort of went over the land enclosure. And the land's right down below me. He's like, look at that. <laughs> Fucking unbelievable. If I can find it, we'll put it up on the episode. And the, the, when the two uh, monkeys escaped. Right. And on the news, your man says... There was a pair of macaques. <laughs> <laughs> there was a pair of macaques in the other road. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> Paddy, there's a hundred percent being a pair of your cacks in the other road. It just showed you no two monkeys standing down the other road. Like. <laughs> but they won't. I think one of them get hit. I think one of them get hit in the motorway. <laughs> We're getting, uh, we're getting twenty regal for. Uh, I'll be back in a minute. Calm down. <laughs> get big frack. I'm gonna copy something. <laughs> Here, get me twenty regal. Get yourself something. <laughs> the people that get in, that hasn't happened in a year. I feel like that was big in the nineties. People getting in with lions and stuff with a Bible, you know, to try and convert it. What? This happened more than once. In India was well for it. Do you remember in India? And the fucking thing grabbed your man by the throat and trailed it away. I think it was one in Germany. It, I think it happened here. I don't know why this was a craze. Maybe it happened once, but I'm thinking it happened loads. People would get in with lions and a Bible, and talk to it, and then Hope get for the best. and then get. Oh, it was it never worked what out. What are you trying to do? Like read to the. Fuck it never people? worked out. The lion never went. It's not a good point. You raise our tears. Well, go go about your like business. That. They would just get ripped apart. Um, but when you like, what do you mean? What do you mean? You heard stories from people. 
Like really bad stories about the animals and stuff. Huh? Like no. Well, the polar bear should never have been there. I remember going to see him once, and he was. Uh, they're not even white anymore. You know. Yeah, like... he's beige. This beige yeah. polar bear. Nicotine from smoking. Yeah. <laughs> no, his head was gone. The, but the elephants just stand like that. Yeah. Like they just rock back and forth. I have a video up on Instagram last time we were like, and it was fucking sad to see. But then somebody says, "Oh, they were like that before they got there." And I was like, oh. <laughs> "That old classic." Yeah. Yeah. They were like that. They were like that when we got them. Um, there were circus bears or something, but uh, I told this a million times. But they, they tell you about the time the guy, who one of the zookeepers, came into the cafe, crying. No, was like, oh, I was like, "You, you right, mate?" And he's like, "Yeah, man, just uh, Tina passed away there." And I was like, "Fuck, who's Tina? She worked like the reception or something?" And he was like, "No, she's a lemur." <laughs> I'll have a cheesy curry chip. <laughs> In memory of her, Tina <laughs> <laughs> loved that. <laughs> What was that monkey? Lambert Butler Nights. She died of a smoking habit. <laughs> what was wrong with her? Did stand natural causes? No, she had a heroin addiction. Uh, yeah, I um, yeah, I don't. I'm not a zoo. I'm not a zoo. Yeah, I just, I like, I like to see shows. You know, like you, there was a you, you went to a whale show, did you? Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that. I don't just like looking in at them. I mean, like talk about. It was an insight into what it's like to be a punter at a gig, mm. you know. So if I ever do a big gig now, I'm gonna go doors at half seven. I'll be on at eight. Right. That's all the time you have. I'm coming straight on at fucking eight. Yeah. Because these whales, I had the video and the fucking support acts and your man run the bike. Support no? act. And I was just like, Aaron get, the, get the whale on now. Aaron Butler doing fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> Wearing his fucking wee funny shoes. <laughs> but he's just playing all these fucking videos in Spanish and showing all these whales in the sea, like. I love um, Spanish radio when you're away. Yeah. You just make out the old word and then they're just playing the tune, you know, the Euro pop tunes. Oh, yeah. I love that. I, um, I, I, I regret not going on a foreign hall, like a foreign holiday one? at the end of the summer. No, not like a lads one. Although I'm organising a stag do for next year and it was all Ibiza. I was asking you about where to stay in Ibiza and that kind of thing, but more t- time's going on. I'm like, nah, let's, br- let's bring it back a notch. Go you to Port Rouge. Van Dorn. Bundorn, yeah. yeah. Something more more Same Bundorn the other day. When I came back, I came back in the ferry to fucking... I'd never been to Bundorn. Right? I've been to Donegal all over the... I'd never been to Dundorn, Bundorn. But I had a wedding that was meant to be doing. Turned out the fucking bride fucking didn't turn up. Mm-hmm. So we had come home and because I was just home, Andrew was running me up. So I booked in the hotel with all the kids. But we were like, we'll just go up anyway. Yeah. So we went up and we ended up going to Bundorn. Fucking cost me about fucking 200 quid. A half an hour. Great Northern Hotel? No, the fucking, uh, the fun fair and the <laughs> arcade. I, like, we spent like 40 quid and we had like 45 tickets and the kids were like, can we cash these in? And I was like, I don't like the 45 tickets that's going to get this you much. You can't even get a pencil. It was a fucking 5p Wapachu or something like right. And I went, and the kids were like going to cry, so I just give the tickets away and went, I'll take you to the shop. Right. Do you know what I mean? It's just <laughs> 45 quid. <laughs> Literally, like, it's fucking 45 quid, you can get them whatever they want in the shop, but it's... Yeah. It's a fucking rip-off, like. Absolute racket. Hey, Mickey did a gig in that Great Northern Hotel once, for a stag do. Was it alright? Sort of alright, like, but it was about day three of that stag do, so the boys were asleep across seats and all. Are you and doing... The, the funniest bit was some the fellow that was asleep just fucking, like, <laughs> just fucking ripped one out. And then everyone was just like, well... What can I do after that? The unfortunate, yeah, it like, yeah, tops, tops any yeah, material. Anybody's going to so funny that he done that. The, uh, yeah, because I was doing a gig in Lisburn last week in the work progress tour, took a sip of water, and whatever way the air and the water went and my lips went, it made like a funny noise, like a wee frog. Yeah. And everyone laughed, and I was like, that's better than any of this is going to be. Yeah. How was your, well, I was talking to you about your shows in Santa Ponza. Are you doing anything more like that? Yeah, uh, I might be going back in October to do a boat in Palma. Now, when he told me about Santa Ponza show, you, you said on the pod you... You walked in <coughs> and there was no like no stage or anything. Nothing. And just just a bar. And they just were like, oh, everyone shut up, do your stuff. And I was like, oh. like <laughs> it was inside a bar plus a terrace. And I was like, this isn't like just putting the musician on and everybody can just listen to the guy in the corner and still talk. Yeah. Like everybody needs to fuck up and they need to be facing you. And they were just like everywhere. And I was like, I'm doing ten minutes here and then I'm leaving. And yeah. I've done ten minutes shouting. Yeah, and I was like, "You need to get a PR. You need to get a PA system in." And he's like, "I've I've lost my license. I'm not allowed." And I was like, <laughs> "Did you not tell me that before I came over?" Yeah, you know, before I made the trip. Do you know what you could all, could you almost do? 
obviously like places like that, like say in Santa Pons or near it, I'm sure they have some sort of like local theatre. Could you actually do a gig? I don't know if that would work because I don't know if people are too warm. Like when we were, it was 35 degrees. Right. Are they going to go and sit in a theatre with their fucking kids and all? Uh, I think going yeah. to somewhere like that, you have to do it. Like, so the next night I made him move. He's like, get me a fucking thing and I'll stand and shout through one of them fucking things. Like a megaphone? Aye. I oh, couldn't really? get it. The way there. comedy should be. The way comedy should be. Like I was just thinking outside the box. Like he's drunk. Feed back on. I mean, it was Santa Pons. Most of the set was just fucking up the hoots. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't. You don't have to get it right. It's yeah. just you have to say words. And then so the Saturday night he moved me to this bar called the Southwell and it had a proper PA system. It was fucking organising. And the guy had a sign up saying no kids while comedy's on. And he had an outdoor area for the kids. Right. So it was fucking rammed. Everybody threw their kids in a play park and came in and fucking, I don't know, half an hour. And it was amazing. Right. It was like, brilliant gig. And then he was like, no, you're coming back to my bar tonight. And I was like, so I'm doing that the next night. Then the same thing I'd done Friday. I says, I'm doing 10 minutes. I'm not, I'm not doing no more. And then on the Sunday night, all the young ones came and they all fucking crushed into the bar. So it was like a gig. Right. And right, then yeah. you were going, what were you up to last night? And we I was like, I'm 18, what the heck was up to? I says, did you get your hole? And he was like, of course I did. And I was like, good lad. So that was the way the gig went. Right. You know, it was like a lad's fucking stag do. Yes. That kind of thing. So Sunday night was really brilliant. And it suited just me talking in the bar because they, they were pushing each other into it. You know, like right, a train yeah, yeah. in fucking Tokyo. They were just fucking like, crammed in. It was fucking <laughs> roasting. It was like a sweat box. And I done like 25, 30 minutes. And it was just I want to see amazing. you do a gig on a train in Tokyo. Tokyo. Just at rush hour. They're all like backed in like sardines. Just you up at the front. But um, no, I enjoyed it. Oh my it, God, was, <laughs> it was different. It wasn't. It was a different kind of gig. Do you know what I mean? I speak of different kind of gigs. I was so jealous about. They're great when they go well. Like a no, weird, no. Weird when you gig. pull it off and you go, this shouldn't yeah, work. Yeah. The uh, I was so jealous about not being able to do McCarney's festival yeah, in Fermanagh. I looked yeah. class, I especially the lusty bag. Like being on a wee island and doing it mm. yeah. looked unreal. I was no, I didn't get on. I had a secret spot oh. there. Was it good? Aye, it's hammered. I think I think Mark's fell out with me. Oh yeah, he's booked me twice to do gigs, and both times I've had to pull out because it was double booked. So he's probably went and not booking him again. I don't yeah. think he's, he's he a capacity to fall out. <laughs> nah. like, you know what I mean? He, also, he's probably booked about six gigs in the last two years. You yeah, know what I mean? It's yeah, not yeah. like I I I love that. Someone was asking me. Uh, I think they asked on a Friday live we did last week. We, or would it would like a Belfast fringe work or a Belfast festival? I think it would. I I don't see why it wouldn't. Especially the way the scene is now. It was different years ago when they tried to do it. But even years ago when we done it, I always sold out. Like, I went from McHugh's to the Black Box, and that was before, like, I had fucking 2,000 people follow me on Facebook, so it wasn't even like, and it still sold out the Black Box. Yeah. So, I think it would You could work. do, do you know, it would be a week, wouldn't it? Well, I was going to say, do you know the way Ivy Gardens works, where it's like, one, it's like one yeah. complex, yes. and, the, and there's... That's the way you would have to do it. There's about four gigs. I was thinking you could probably do that in Lavery's yeah like you could just have oh, everyone pile into the bar and be like right 4.30 fucking Paddy's on in this bar and then that runs under that and then we'll run down here and just see Shane the venue the way you would do like it have friends. three or four things yeah. and even in that for, outdoor well, you, you, know, you could have an outdoor that. You could have outdoors one the pool room actual Lavery's comedy club woodworkers like there's there's venues within one venue yeah that would be that would be I great think that was, I think that's the way you'd need to do it I, I as in a weekend be. Yeah, yeah, it would be like probably like yeah, Friday Saturday. to Sunday. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that would be class. Lavery's and then finishing off with a big compilation show, obviously. Yes, you know what I mean. I think uh, with Lavery's taking a break, it's like going back to school and like yeah. trying to get get new clothes for it and all to come back. <laughs> <laughs> Catching up with everyone about their summer. Yeah, I'm like the the teacher who's like, I didn't mark any of these fucking papers yeah. for yeah. all back. You know, I'm just like stressing out last minute. <laughs> I'm buzzing for it to come back. I've missed it a lot. See, since I was about 13, yeah. going back to school was like a nightmare because from that age, I couldn't get a blazer to fit me ever. Right. <laughs> like, I, I remember I, can re I remember standing, like, there was some, some shop in Glengormley <laughs> did all the fucking blazers for the whole Newton Abbey area. Oh, he's just looking at you. And the cunts has got the tape measure trying to go around my fucking fat back. <laughs> and he's just, he's like, I don't know where we're going to have to go, America. You're in a gentleman's tuxedo blazer. <laughs> <laughs> Your your blazer was a different colour from everybody else. Yeah. In this yeah. There was always someone in a navy blazer, black black trousers. It's fucking black. You're like it's not. 
it's, a, it's a fucking sweatshirt. With I remember. I remember somebody coming in the school with somebody's blazer from <coughs> the year before. Right. And he clicked on it was his blazer because he had painted part of the podium with the black marker. And the wheel was like, no, it's not, it's fucking. And he went, Ted, yeah, it's my blazer from that. And then he found and said it. Like his name on the fucking thing. Right. And the wee lad for the full year got tortured. Ah, oh, your mad shop's not fucking charity shop. No, like it, was, it was fucking grim. And I remember just saying to him, just fucking burn it. Just burn it. And he yeah. went, what do you mean, Paddy? And I went, burn the fucking, lost it, burn it. Do something, just say to your man, I no longer have that blazer. Get her to write a note in this school. I was at the stage where it was doing my balls and he was getting that bullied bad. I said to my man, can we ban my blazer? Right. Can we ban, like, the best blazer going? So he walks in the next day and we're like, fuck you. Yeah, It was fucking grim. USB chargers on them. I felt Lava shit. Lamp on he, he got that much yeah. fucking grief about it. I get, one Meanwhile, the blazer's about £200, isn't it? I know, I know. And, and his man obviously didn't have it, do you know what I mean? Like, fuck up his West Belfast. His man didn't have it. It was a single part. So, one of the worst things that happened to me was uh, I got a brand new Nike PE bag. Going into second year, black Nike bag for PE, big white Nike tick in the front of it. My ma wrote my name on it the night before first day of term. On the tick? On the tick, on the white you tick. You freaked out. She and Todd full stop. It was, I was like, you've ruined my ones. life. I was ripping. She's like, you can tip exit, and I tip exit, and it looked worse because it looked like you'd written it on and it faded. I'd like, uh, my head went like. That's a good show name. Yeah. What? She and Todd full stop. Yeah. She and Todd full stop, but it's pretty good. That's good. Because that and I could talk about how that experience like, uh, that back. wrecked my life. Yeah. yeah. Um, I've never spoken about my again. Just close on that, and it's so sad. <laughs> that's how Nick came up with their up. slogan, isn't it? Because your mom says, just do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I gave someone a side rushing leg sweep in first year and ripped his blazer. God damn. On the arm. It was well, a wrestling move. We used to put tinfoil in the coat of our blazer. We used to align it with tinfoil. Like to make like a homemade style proof. Yeah, someone shoves you in an oven. <laughs> You're having the smoke, the teacher comes. I used to not panic. I used to just fucking put it into the fucking blazer pocket and just stand there. Right. And the teacher was like, Are you smoking? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, no. Yeah, he's smoke like, no. Yeah. 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 Looking like he's about to walk out of the X Factor. Just <laughs> tinfoil in the pocket. Like, I used to love it, this fucking bang in there. And he used to be like, oh, the class. And he used to be walking away and all. And fucking, you're fag. And then people's going, it's going to go far. I'm like, it's not. I ripped this guy's blazer doing a, doing a wrestling move on the side of a locker. And uh, he's like, you need to buy me a new blazer. And then his ma went, it's okay, and sent him in. And she put like, so she was ripped there. She, she gave him like a black armband you know like a pull up, you know like almost like a captain's armband but it was all black and he wore that the whole term he was raging like he just looked like he was wearing it in respect of like whoever died that week you know he just always pulled on the black armband should have put a wee spot to go on it <laughs> <laughs> yeah should have <laughs> I uh I hated going back to school did you I, I no I was at the stage always where I was like I can't wait to get back in and see the boys because I I fucked about in school that's all I done yeah do you know what I mean so to me it was just I need to get in to tell everybody what we'll get up to in the summer. Yes. And then after like a week, you were like, fuck this, bollocks. I hear at the clock again. Did you ever look at the clock in school and go, this is fucking forever? Yeah. I used to do it all the time. It was, it, it was, there's no need for school to be that long, but then when you get older and you realise school is off. just like childcare yeah. <laughs> for parents. Yeah. It's so people can go out to work. I'm going to be a, the worst parent when Eddie gets older, like. Because I'll be like, nah, don't, you don't have to take any. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit. Smoke, giving him fags up. Put them full in your pocket, you'll be all right. I'll, I'll, be, I'll, I'll be ringing in. I'll be ringing in and be like, he's got COVID. Do you remember COVID? He's got that. He's a way to see the monkey smoking in the zoo. <laughs> Paddy, see when like, your kid does the, the first Belfast day. Belfast Bigfoot, that's what that is. <laughs> the first day of school. Is it like a bit, you're taking photos of the doorstep and all that? See, oh, by like God. the fourth kid going to school? Is it as nah, big an event? No, it's still the same. Like, my wee girl's going to knee school, on, which is the nursery, next Thursday. I can't wait. She's the mad one in the house. She's the one that's just she's like a UFC fighter. Like, she just comes in the room, strips off, and the whole room goes, oh, fuck. She's <laughs> nuts, right? right? She's going to school, and we're at the stage now where we're going, oh, God help the school. But we're not realising, like, the school will just pick the phone up and go, you need to come and take this maniac. Yeah. And get them to fuck. But no, it, it, it continues, it's just the same. Like, <laughs> Unprofessional the same, school. There's just the same <laughs> photograph. And the mad thing about it too, yeah, I, I torture fucking my wee lad at school, like, you, know, like, you have to do this and you have to do that. And he just looks at me and goes, are you insane? Right. I know about you. Yeah. Like, it's famous. Yeah. About you. you 
you went to a school that you didn't go to for a week. Yeah. And you're telling me about behaving in school. Like, who the fuck are you to tell me to do anything? <laughs> and he's right. Yeah. He's fucking right. Yeah. And that's the hard part when you become a daddy. You have to become a daddy. I know you were saying, oh, it'd be cool and all that, but when you get older, it's different. Yeah. Like, I'm coming to the stage now, my wee girls fucking starting to run about wee boys now. I'm starting to think about shooting 13 year olds. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, who the fuck is this cunt? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Get the fuck away from my daughter. I'm my daughter, you wee bastard. You know? Yeah. You're, you're fattening them. You're actually fattening yeah. And I'm going, could I imagine me turning up oh. back in the day? Like, her many daddies were like, Get that cunt away from this door. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I, uh, I don't know. So many like, Time's going by very quick, I feel. Like, as now you that the kids that are happens. one and three. As you get older, that happens. You just want, at the start, it's like, hurry up and like be older and like be able to but walk and talk and all that. And only like this week almost, I'm hitting that point where I'm going, this is all like way too quick. Yeah. I don't want them to like. And once you get older, it's when it gets hot. You think it gets cooler? I thought you were about to break down. <laughs> it's, uh, it does get harder. Like it, yes, it, it's they don't want to sort of know you. Do, do you get what I'm saying? Like we're at a weird stage where our evening's thirteen and it's dead cool that I'm her daddy. Right, right. But our project's at the stage where he's like, "I'm scummish. You're my dad on TikTok." Right. Do, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like he's like, "My mate's fucking slagging the ballings out of me." And all. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So. It's it's a weird stage, and, and the, the I'm probably, hoping that it's going to get maybe in a couple of years where you know <coughs> he's not legging like I'm going to emerge this weekend. He's going to I don't give a fuck. <laughs> 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 and I remember back in the day, and, and a mate and his dad used to go to all the rehearsals, and I used to go, "He's fucking brilliant." And yeah. When I look back, I go, "Well, he wasn't really. <laughs> yeah. He wasn't really. He should be." He here. was forty-seven at scooter. But, yeah. yeah. Do you know what I, I mean? just like the idea you were performing at emerge with a megaphone in the middle of it. <laughs> I know. Crush it. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Ben Nicky. <laughs> Carl Cox. That's happening. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, you're not cool anymore. Like, it's mad. It's mad. It's mad. Yeah. I think it was when we done the waterfront, they done the panel show. Yeah. They were all at David Gatta. And because evening's starting to go, now it's 13, I was like, I'm going up. I'm fucking going up. I'm coming straight up after. Mm-hmm. Make sure you're all right. And Andrew was there with our niece and stuff. That's fucking dead on. We're watching. I'm coming up. And I went up, hot, fucking North Face jacket, fucking, or Stone Island jacket, fucking, sipped right up the top in amongst the crowd and all. Nobody recognised me. Fucking sweet. Walked out the front gates and all. And uh, Alan from Shame was going, just come out the back gates. I mean, no, walk out the front. The kids want to walk out. Walked out, nobody recognised me. We got to Dunn stores near Maru where the car's parked. Some mad was in the car. Looking out, Earl's Paddy McDonald fucking pounced out in her jammies, getting a photo. <laughs> <laughs> Free for all. Free for all. They gave us fucking scurry. It was like, what? Yeah. Pull my hat off. Fucking right. buddy. <laughs> Look at all these guys. They're like, oh my God, this is embarrassing. Yeah. And then the car, we couldn't get out of that park for 45 minutes because of traffic. You were selling diagram merch out of the boot? I'm just sitting in the front seat like that and the window getting that. I'm just like, I got a photo of you. He's like, fuck's sake. Like messy leaving the fucking tra- training ground or something. It was fucking messy, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> did you but get re- we man in the car Paddy McDowell yeah did you get recognised in Tenerife oh I yeah out and about in Tenerife uh, it's weird because people would quietly say nothing like at the resort and then when you all meet up again at the airport they're all fucking young man yeah getting photos got mobbed a bit getting off on, in Tenerife right off the plane yeah yeah just a load of photos does your, does your son does Eddie know what's happening he no, grew up with you it. don't give a fuck. Yeah. He grew up with it. And that, yeah. that he's thing. a lunatic. Like, I'm chasing him. Like, he's three and a half and suicidal by the seems of it. Like, you know, just like fucking trying to run in front of traffic, jump off shit. Yeah. Jumping it, like fully sprinting off without the armbands on into the pool and jumping into, not water. Yeah. You know, like a step, <laughs> yeah. full jump. Like, ah, daddy, my knees. <laughs> up the balcony, fucking Johnny on tiles and all. I was just, you know when you get on the plane on the way home and you're just like, have you had any morphine at the back there? <laughs> Fucking people don't realize like it's fucking. That's how I said when we were going away this year. Andy was like, "We haven't been away in years," and I'm like, "We've two infants." Yeah, this isn't going to be a fucking holiday. Like. Mm-hmm. But we were lucky where we went was really really good. Yeah, we, we picked yeah. a good hotel for it, and it was really really good. But it's like, it's just watching your kids only in a warmer environment. Yeah, yeah. sweating and yeah. every cunt's naked. Yeah, Do you know, yeah. it's like 
And there's Why'd some... you take the kids to a nudist page? It's, well, it's part of my thing. <laughs> but it, it's one of them ones where you just... And then this year I had that. So even if they didn't know who you were, yeah, they were going, why has he got a disabled badge on his fucking leg? Yeah. And obviously I heard a fella, like a couple of English ones are sitting there and the fella was like, look at him. Yeah. Look at him. And I, I was actually more annoyed that he went, look at him, because he was sort of implying he looks disabled. Right, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Did but it was so many English people was like, why do you have an, a disabled bulge on your leg? And I was like, why do you take over my country? <laughs> you answer me at, then I'll answer you mine. Gets frosty at the buffet, like. It doesn't really. Um, Leave you alone. Did you have any mad interaction in Edinburgh? Like, you know, out and about during the day? I imagine you don't like to be flyered. You know, uh, people coming. No, if somebody came up to me with a flyer, I was going, listen, I'm a performer too, but thank you very much. So I was dead nice about it. Right. And, I, and I genuinely got good response from it. Um, there was a junkie came up to me but the junkie's number next flyer what he flyer <laughs> he was flyering like the mad thing about it is there's people actually pay demons to flyer too right and your mom was obviously fucking full of cat I don't know if you've seen Willie Thompson's flyer did you no like when I met Willie's flyer I was like fair play to you supporting your people and he was like what do you mean and I went like Sean's not there and he was like oh I know but he was actually a brilliant flyer. Right. But by the end of it, he was like, well, he does stand-up. And I was like, yeah. And he says, I've been to see him. And I was like, yeah. And he says, I'm going to do stand-up. Oh, no. <laughs> and I was like, go for it. Well, he's like, stop encouraging him. <laughs> but I was like, well, he went to see you. And was like, I could do what he's doing. I was decent at it. I, I used flyer for Chris Kent at the French. I flyer for you. When we were in Edinburgh one time, you, you were weren't doing the fringe. You was just no, no, was no. It, was it when you all just landed we over? We just landed over. Me, Chrissy, yeah. foes and stuff like that. Yeah. And Chrissy just came over and went here. One with flyer for Colin's show. What you were doing a similar wee venue? It was the exact same venue? Was it? Oh. They might have. The name was the same, but they might have. Was the it wee still wee porter ca- porter cabin thing? Yeah, it's a wee uh, like marquee thing, but like, it was in a different spot because you uh, were in like the courtyard. Yeah. Whereas I was in Georgia Square. Yeah, it was the same. I imagine ever. your tactics were flying where you're coming to see this. Do you know, see when I was flying, I the, say the, I mostly went for older couples, like a wee man and woman, <coughs> and then just charmed the bollocks out of them. Right. And most of the time they were English and they were like, we're coming to see you because you actually are funny. And they, they did, did you fly your own show as well this year? I'd done like five days of it, like right. a couple of hours. Yeah. Just to try and bump it up. But... I realised that flaring wasn't getting me anywhere. Even like the guys who were doing flares, because I was asking, the first question at the show was, did anybody get a flare today? And they were like, no. I used to just walk about and look at the ground and I went, mine is the only flare that you don't see in the ground. People aren't getting flares because they're not fucking them away. Yeah, yeah. You know, and everybody would laugh because if we walked up, you've seen everyone's flares apart from mine. Right. So there was nobody fucking doing their job for me. They can't stone it in the bin. I don't give a fuck. I did go about looking at the bin. I'd love to know how much it actually works like. It usually works, say, about half an hour before the show, if and you, you just stand in the immediate area with like yes. a row of people and just go, there's a star in a minute. Because there's, there's people that are like, I don't know what to go and see. So, as he said, you could just, and they go, fuck it, mum, just go and see this. I would it's just right do that. There. The intense bit of like, you can come and see this. I don't think you're going to get a flyer at like 11 in the morning and be like, oh, 10 to 10 the night, no. brilliant. Yes, exactly. Most people, put in my calendar. Yeah, you know? most people went to my show were travelling up from Glasgow. Right, right. Or, like, I had all the footballers to play over there, Conor McManaman and, yes. and all them, as they all came together. Michael O'Neill, the fucking ex-Northern Iron Manager, he came. Anthony Boyle, the actor. So it was all people like that that was coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, that's high-profile ones that you can imagine. But, like, there's loads of people who live over there now or who are married over there. Or, and they all were going, we're going to see him. And right. they were bringing their mates with them. Yeah. So I don't think the Flyers done anything. Yeah, yeah. Um... It's all like yeah, you, like you say, like you need a brilliant, you need a brilliant flyer. You need someone who's absolutely mental. Yeah, who's who's great. Foil arms and hogs, the guys that do the flyers for them, are the fucking best I've seen. Right, them and off the curb. I watch them and flyering, and their flyers, they know the show, and they fucking sell the show. So it's like you need a salesperson more than somebody just going. Yes, hey, no, no. I could see McCann being unbelievable as a flyer. Oh yeah. Well, sure, he's shameless, like you know what I mean. You just send them, you just send them in anywhere. <laughs> yeah, I remember when when I did the full run years ago, and uh, Maureen's sisters and all come over and just give a big stack of flowers to Susie, who was about seventeen at the time. Right, and she came back about twenty minutes later, like that's that's them done. Yeah, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Just some weirdo yeah. running about, just going. Bang, but this is that. the thing, like 
that's what I was just scared of. Like if somebody's going to hand a fucking busload of Japanese tourists my flyer, they're not coming to the show. Yeah. And let's face it, they're not coming. They're going to have that whole train slogging. Ha! See Paddy and Togo! Ha! I seen you on the hyper train! It's a good show, Neil. I just don't look good. Like, imagine turning the corner on a wee cobbly street in fucking Edinburgh and I just stand there with a stack of paper. Like. The, the mad thing about it was, I actually was on billboards in China for a tool company. <laughs> So the key, oh, hang on, hang on. They hang done. On, hang on, hang on. <laughs> there was a Chinese tool company, right? And they came over to Schwarzenegger. They came over and they were taking pictures of us using the tools on the sites, and they fucking used me on the billboards. Wait, how long? Using, fuck, 2016, 2015. Right. So they came on site, and it was the, the this is our brand, and we're just trying to get like Irish-looking people using the tools. Yeah to sell them because back home people in China won't use them unless they're like oh no, international these, these Irish builders use them because right. they know the Irish builders right Yeah. so they were using and because I had the ginger beard and the fucking all the gear on so your man took photos and then it was like can we go out and they and then got the stage where they, they'd done photos of me in front of a forklift wearing a waistcoat and all like it wasn't it got the stage where it wasn't like <laughs> it wasn't clothes that you would wear on the site right. and, and I was like Paddy's in a tux with an orbital sounder it's turned it but I had the photos up I had the photos up on Instagram it's like, like a Shaolin monk yeah. the guy was like where did these get put up and then your man sent us thing and he was like hey, oh, you're... and I was on a fucking billboard like in the middle of fucking China could you imagine going over to China just on like a trip you know being like this is wild Turn, you've had a few pints you walk out and it's just like Times Square there's Paddy there's Paddy in a waistcoat I was hoping that I'd get an advertisement you know do you ever see when somebody like from America, like a wrestler done an advertisement. Do you ever watch like a Chinese or a Japanese? Oh, when they endorse Snagger, like Snagger's doing. What's up, what's up? And they're trying. Who's drinker? I was hoping to get that since, but it didn't. Yeah, but it's still funny that I was up on a billboard in China with a tune. Do you know? Like, I think it was the Chinese government paid Dave years ago to use his podcast for AI to train it in like the Northern Ireland accent and he didn't have to do, he just gave them permission to use an episode of his to feed into this thing so Dave's voice wise. is AI yep Chinese people are hearing like Dave's voice is like Northern well, Ireland he has that neutral sort of voice yeah not, not taking away from Dave but he doesn't like they're not going to use me you know they're not going to say AI make a Chinese man <laughs> talk like he's from Belfast and the fucking hen goes Rapidy fucking ball baby Do you know it's not they're not gonna use that. That actually was Chinese. <laughs> uh, sort of Chinese West Belfast. <laughs> I uh I love that. I would just love to see that you around the world being used for different advertising campaigns. That's and a fetish you have, that's yeah. That's your only thing. Get a uh, generator for you. <laughs> Spring Dave. Um what's your next big gig? Mine. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm doing a wee tour here in September, so it starts in Vicker Street and then the usual hot spots. Are you doing any what you've never done just for the crack? Uh, not really. Have you done Vicker Street before? Oh yeah, well Vicker Street's the main one. Yeah. I haven't done. That's, before. I, that's the one I'm jealous of. Like, yeah, I would love to do Vicker Street. It's like a giant living room. Yeah, you know, I would love to do Vicker Street again. Just the, just taking a swing, just fancy doing it. Fucking see what not? the crack is. I'm thinking about Cork. Thing about doing a Cork I'm one. doing my first gig in Cork in October which is mental because of, I was saying that I wanted to do Cork on a fucking podcast I don't know whose podcast it was and this guy just fucking booked me for it sorry I just quietly threw that all over <laughs> so this guy's booked me to do it so it's not even I don't even have to take a gamble like your man's just paying me to come down and do his bar which one is it do you know the Heart Bar in Cork oh okay so it's part of some festival or something so He's just like, here's the fee, and this is what I'm like. Fuck, it's not even a punt. And are you doing any work anywhere else out of the ordinary coming up? Um, no, doing the SSE obviously. And the Beijing Fringe. The Beijing Fringe. The Tokyo, <laughs> the Tokyo uh, Fringe. Um, nowhere really. No, I'm planning to go to Australia and I'm planning to go to America, but nothing's been. When's your SSE? The eighth of September. So that's, that's the, the night I'm in Vicker Street. Is it? And then I'm in the SSE thirtieth of September. 
Is it weird having loads of time in between the SSE shows? I think I'd hate that. I, I p- would prefer if they were both at the same time. Yeah. I think it's been too long now where I'm going, I need to go back and watch the show. Yeah, because even Plus, I had a week in between mine when I yeah. did it. And I felt like I was like, oh, I wish it was just the next night. I also don't think I'd do much better than the first one. It was that good of a night that I'm going to myself. Right. How am I going to... But I will, like, but it's it's going to be different because the first one, obviously, was the birthday and the tattoo happened that week and there was loads of things that's not going to be in this one. <coughs> Near enough, people can go to this one because there'll be a lot of it. What, what did you think of doing the arena for the first time? Like, I couldn't believe it. What you would think it was like compared to... I couldn't to believe it. I couldn't believe it. It has actually... He was the first one I seen out of all of us doing it. And I was like, this is fucking class setup, loved it. Um, and I was like, no, this is really, really good. When I'd done the waterfront, I went, I don't think the SSA is going to be as good. But when I got on the stage at the SSA, I thought it was amazing. Yeah. I just loved it. I was yeah. like, this isn't, like I can do crowd work and I can fucking do whatever I want there. I know, because people are always like, what's it, you know, do you have to change up your style and like put, and you're like, no, it's just fucking better because there's way more people. Yeah, yeah. and it, it was, it was class. just like that. I mean, I loved it. I mean, I was able to do crowd work and it was just, here's me, yes, it's just. You're doing your normal set it was just a, a normal environment. It was just unreal. I just loved it. I loved the feeling of it. And somebody says, you'll not like the feeling of it, but I did. And I was like, do you know what? No, I like this. Yeah. And, and I thought I might end up going back to the waterfront, but I actually went, no, I like the arena. Like, did you do an after party? Yes, we had like a birthday party for me because it was on my birthday. Oh yeah. In Ten Square. That's right. And it was fucking amazing. If you've never seen this wee room at the top of it, like there's a wee room on its own, has balconies that look over the fucking city hall. It was fucking great. Can you stay up late? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, cause every every other big gig I've done and tried By the to time you go, get there. go full send, they're like, right. Lights come on. The there was a guy who came in at one o'clock and was like, turn the music off now. And I think somebody grabbed him and went, we're from West Belfast. Yeah. And he was like, don't care, music's coming <laughs> off, so am I or something. Right. And then that was it, like, yeah. with they get told off. But there was people in the hotel, actually, were at the gig, heard the music, came up thinking there was just a bar, and then walked in. So I was like standing out in the balcony and some family girl was like, we were at your show and I were at your birthday party. Oh, they snuck in. And I, they just get in. There was yeah. nobody stopping them, but yeah, nobody yeah. knew about it. It was like only close friends and family. It was like yes. a surprise for me sort of thing. What's your writer for the SSE shows? <laughs> I asked for five bottles of water. Showbiz bastard. That was it. Outlandish. Five bottles of water. I didn't even ask for them. I just says make sure there's water. Yeah. That's it. I don't... I don't sit out the back and I, I, I remember for the waterfront I went out and bought all the fucking stuff because like if you ask them to put in a packet of M&M's and a fucking thing of coke and a thing of that your raider's 200 quid and yeah. going, I could go and buy that for £30 oh I bring a multi-pack of water so what I done was I went to, I'm, a, I'm a liar I went and got uh, to boo donuts for everybody front of staff back of staff and I put a set in the, the dressing room and I done that in the SSC arena and then I went to Nando's <coughs> and paid for it online and then the girl gave me the money back she's like you're playing the arena tonight Foxy we'll give it for now mm-hmm. she and Todd doesn't have a card by the way that's what she said to me <laughs> but um, I don't really have like I'm fucking I keep it pretty low key too you know? I don't know we anybody only, we with only a big really had a uh, sports massage girl the girl doing the yoga <laughs> yeah, yeah. the fella making the cocktails <laughs> yeah. he gets massages before and uh, a couple of other wee things you know what I mean but that's it yeah, the trainer, the guy with shoes, the DJ, but like yeah. keeping, yeah. It, keeping it. Will you keep doing that? Do you think the 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 DJ? The, oh, oh yeah, it's DJ? amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. And even like the last time I did the arena, people were filming other people in the crowd, like fucking up dancing. Sure. And all. Like, do the, you have a DJ on? I John Boy John does Boy. all my gigs now. Brilliant. I think that's class, dude. Yeah, yeah. I put a lot more effort into the pre-show playlist than the show. Does that oh, cost? Sure. Does that cost a lot of money to have him on? Like. Yes, <laughs> he gets paid a lot no, of money. I mean PRS, like for fucking. Nah, no, nah, don't worry about that. No, sure. So just run another lead over the side. The P, the PA is already there. They just take another line out and put it into him. It's no big deal. Um, yeah, I, I SSE is is class because it's also like the when you drive over the bridge, and you look at it and go, "That's where that's I'm doing the show there tonight." Like that's wild. I actually never ever thought about doing it. like. Do you know why people go, I always just says, if I headline the fail, I'll be happy. Yeah, yeah. You know, I remember like doing it and then went, right now I've done it. If I headline this, I'd be happy. I've yeah. done that. So the SSR, like I never ever looked at it and went, fuck. It's on your list or whatever. I, 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 I never thought like, yeah. fuck a player. Do you know, I remember being in your house 
and you told me you were going to do it. You were like, keep it on low key, but I'm thinking about because you, where had you done? I don't even know if you'd done the waterfront, had you? You'd done the Ulster Hall. I haven't Hall. done the waterfront, ever. You'd done the Ulster Hall, and then I was at your house doing a big bit of work, and he says to me, I'm thinking about doing the SSA, and I remember going, like a wee bit of panic attack, I was going, You get that, brother? Because I told, when I told you I was doing Mandela back in the day, I remember you going, Do you know, I, like in a friendly way, you were like, have a think if you really I, want to I do remember that. you doing the Ulster Hall like I remember you doing yeah. and freaking out for you because it was like culture night do you remember that's right and I was like fuck it's culture night 12 oh bro oh. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he's alright doing that there and then it, when you told me like you were like no yeah. like because you were sitting there was five tickets left for your show that night or that's right and you were like I was going to get my dad to run out and buy them my, no my dad said he was going yeah. to he was like I nearly bought them <coughs> as it was your dad says I'll go out and buy them just to say but it sold out anyway because it was people saw a queue of people and went and they joined it let's go into that and it worked out for you so I think it's yeah at the start you're sort of panicking Fela was on I had a special guest for Kieran for Fela it's unreal and you walked out big pop yeah but it was just it was a class gig yeah because there's such a thing we talked about it before with Fela people are like it's mental and all and it's like you, you can't get your material out and it's so rowdy it's perfect it's like they're up for it it could get rowdy but if you're on your toes it's it's uh, it's, it's the best gig you'll ever do it's like you're keeping the lid on yeah. in the best boss and that's exciting because you're I'm like if I fuck on. up here I'm doing hard on tomorrow night and genuinely I wouldn't put you or you or anybody through it is this the one you did you were supposed to be I've, like 200 people there was like 700 the whole estate was in it <laughs> like I'll tell you the funniest bit was last year when I done it I was wearing all black where, where is it what's the venue Crumlin Star right so it's red and hard on so last year, I went over to do the gig and I said, well, like, I'll just meet you there. And when I pulled up, there was that many cars parked. I had to park like, down the street in the middle of Ardoin. And because of the way the driveways and all are, I was like, fuck, I may wrap this door and say, it looked like they didn't use the driveway, but it was the only spot I could get. So I opened the gate and the girl opened the gate and she went, look who it is. And I was like, what about you? And she's like, come on, come on. And I walked into the house and there was her and her elderly mother sitting there, right? And she was like, oh my God, what about you? I haven't seen you in ages. And I was going, have I met these before? And I was like, look, I was just, I parked the car. And they were like, never mind that. Sit down and get a cup of tea with me. I really don't have time. I have to go up. <laughs> and then I clicked on. They didn't think it was, they didn't, they knew, they didn't know me. They thought I was the old priest in Ardoin. <laughs> Father Gary. <laughs> And they brought out stuff for me to bless. And I was like, I'm not. And they were like, no, sit down. And I was like, I'm not Father Gary. And they're like, what? And I was like, no, I'm not. You're in a Celtic tracksuit? No, I was wearing all black. I was I'm Father Paddy. No, what about money? Um, I did do a mask for them, but, <laughs> but it was weird that they thought I was, and I couldn't get out. Right. And then when they, they were like, why? And I'm like, I'm not Father Gary. I, I'm a comedian and they're like what and I was like <laughs> why the fuck are you in our house yes it was like it turned very so who are you and why are you here and I was like I was only coming in to say about parking out the front Yeah. and they were like right right and then the girl was really strange with me and they got me out the door and I got up to the gig and I was late so when I got up then I had to tell everybody and when I said they thought I was Father Guy the whole place flopped and <laughs> right. collapsed because yeah. the went and the whole place went at the same time <laughs> you fucking do and I was like fuck's sake so it was weird but it's mad because like it was the first time we'd done it Darren Matthews was doing MC and he goes out oh that's right and that was the whole thing he was like uh, right everybody please try and calm down the place is fucking bouncing and uh, somebody went fuck up and Darren was like be nice and the guy went fuck up please <laughs> So I got Willie to say it and I was like Willie this is the only way you can do a scary game I mean, I've done gigs like this before I says you go out there like a gun like you're fucking shooting people I says just go out there and go ba bang ba bang ba bang just fucking get through it 30 minutes of material do it in 15 and get the fuck off and he was like right Willie went out and was just like bah, 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 and they were like Aah. and it was he was like that was mad yeah as a gig yeah but it was fucking brilliant do you know it would be 10 out of 10 when you do it this year same father Gary on as you yeah Oh, I'd have let on. Mm -hmm. It's tomorrow. I wonder could we arrange it. I think he's in a different parish now, you see. All right, relocated. Mm -hmm. Moved on. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> say no. 
Location, location, location. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, look, lads, cheers for coming on. Mm, I'll wear shorts next time. My pleasure. Um, <laughs> it's been. It's We're going to just flex our quads in the car park. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's fucking <laughs> Mr. Motorfader. <laughs> <fucking. laughs> that's right. That's right. Um, what date's Fixed Street? Sixth? Eighth of September. SSE's 30th of September. SSE. And the 8th of September in the SSE. 17th of September in Laughter Lounge in Dublin. Um, Never played there. I'd like to. It's great, great venue. Um, and 30th of September, I'm in Leicester Square Theatre. You've both done that, haven't you? Yep. Yeah, I'm doing that again this year. And then up to Scotland on the Sunday, which is October the 1st, doing The Glee in Glasgow. You're nice. doing that? Yep, I've never done it before, so I hope it's good. It's meant to be amazing. Sweet. Boys, thank you very much. Thanks everyone for watching and listening. Thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs>